Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nate Brennan. Uh, Nate, how many uh, mock drafts in the NBA have you looked at lately to see what you're kind of thinking for Bryce? <laughs> I haven't looked lately. Have you not have been you? doing it lately? Have you? Oh, yeah. I just looked at one today. What I think I do it, it probably every three days to see if it, it you think he's coming different back? mock drafts. I don't know. It's tough to tell. Some mock drafts have him up there, you know, like top 21st. Okay. At so that close point. to the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, I'd probably say go ahead. But other mock drafts have him out of the first round, very end of the first round. Um, so it just kind of depends on the grade he gets back there. I'm, I'm interested to see uh, what we'll learn from that. Of course, we did yeah. learn uh, the other day the first movement uh, for Nebraska basketball as they uh, they did lose uh, a, a one player, but not not too big of a deal. But I, I think that we're going to see a lot of a uh, lot of movement, or I don't know a lot of movement, but uh, we should see these things kind of figure themselves out pretty quickly. Yeah, probably so. It's when I guess he can go into the NBA draft with no repercussions if you hire an agent, correct? Right. Yeah. So if you don't hire an agent, he can go in, feel it out, go to the combine, work out a little bit with a few teams and then go from and there. And you definitely expect that. Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. think Hoiberg will probably be telling him to do that. Yeah. I think any good coach does. If if you've got a shot to be a first round pick, more often than not you should go. Yeah. But we've talked about it before. I'm not necessarily sure that his floor can go much higher than it is now. I guess it would be his ceiling can go much higher. I don't even know which way I would, <laughs> I would articulate that. <laughs> I think that. you said before that his I floor, think, he can't drop too much more, but no, you think he can rise but I think board. if he has yeah. another season in college, Nebraska improves as a team. Maybe they flirt with the bubble. Um, he improves from the three-point line. What would make you think that he wouldn't improve his draft stock? It wouldn't make yeah. any sense that he wouldn't. I, the only thing that I can think of that is holding him back from teams we've talked about is athleticism. We've talked about his NBA build. It's just that he hasn't been able to shoot consistently. If you can show a consistent three-point shot, you probably are a lottery pick at that point. Yeah, if he was shooting 40% from the three-point line. Why wouldn't he be? That probably would just about do it. He does. I think there are just some other things a part of his game, too, is that he really proved to be a great scorer, um, which, hey, that's, uh, that's pretty important in, in the game of basketball, right? Um, but I think if he came back and proved his rebounds, improved his assists, you know, just kind of those other things, um, you know, maybe work out his, with his brother a little bit more on the defensive end, um, that he could he could drastically improve his draft stock uh, and and make a lot more money in the first contract doing so. Yeah. Um, but it is it's again it's that risk and you know you just kind of wonder family situation or not. I mean unless you're already millionaires, that's all I can say about family situation. Unless you already come from wealth, right. um, then you probably you know even your middle class. Do you want to take a year to to take that chance? Even uh, if you come from wealth, I'm never going to be someone to tell a kid. Someone's offering you a million dollars and say no. Right. I don't care how rich you are. Okay, maybe if you're Bill Gates, there's a different discussion, but a million dollars is a lot of money. Oh yeah. For a nineteen year old kid, man. Like I'm not I'm not here to tell yeah. anyone how to make life decisions when someone throws seven figures at you. But Andrew says, Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of guys in college that can say come back for another year and you'll be a top ten pick. But Bryce is twenty eight percent. I'm assuming he's referring to his three point percentage this season. Yeah. I'd agree. I would genuinely, if he can develop a three-point shot, 
40% might be a bit extreme, but let's use 40% as our barometer. Yeah, let's and use 40%. And that's what teams are looking for. Yeah, he yeah. shoots 40%. He has the same size, maybe puts on 10 pounds, rebounds a little bit better, like you said. Why wouldn't he be a lottery pick? I have no reason to believe that he wouldn't be. But that's the, that's the, I guess that that same thing is what's holding him back a little bit. Um, that you're that you're saying right now is why he's so desirable as it is. Is the potential like you'd love to see right. him, you know? But that's what they're drafting him based on to begin with. Is that they see that same potential? They could probably, you know, whatever NBA team it is is. Um, figuring that he can come back to college and improve all those things. But they want to get him, you know, in camp. They want to get him in the G League. They want to get him, uh, you know, acclimated to the NBA. And, uh, you know, maybe they can develop along the way there. Um, but, but, again, the other thing, too, is just kind of thinking about your rank within a franchise as well. If you do come back and you become a lottery pick, if you move up, if you're the – even if you're the 12th pick overall, that franchise has a lot more invested into you, not just the money, but, you know, just the, the view from outside, you know, just your fan base. Um, if you're the 28th pick in the draft, teams like fan bases understand you're throwing darts at that point. Like you're not yeah. getting you're, it's not the NFL. Yeah, you're not getting. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting the quality of player you would in the NFL draft at 28. There's two rounds. Um, the best picks, like the the surefire picks, are basically usually anywhere between one through three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's Maybe only so five many if it's a good guys. draft yeah. class. Yeah, and then there's guys with a lot of lot of upside, and, and you know, and he certainly could be one of those guys if he sticks around another year. Um, but it, it's just it, it again, they draft based off potential, and he's got that in space right now. Um, and yeah. we'll see if 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 that's um. Something, but again, it, it is. He did play a way where Nebraska didn't win enough games. Uh, he's left a lot to be desired on his kind of stats around the the, the scoring stats, but he did improve. You know, and you could see times where he'd get several assists or you know ten rebounds a game. It's just about getting it more consistently. So yeah, I mean, I think that is he, he, he definitely could have a higher ceiling, but I do think this too. Um, I do think that there's a chance for it to drop off a bit, right? If you stick around, Nebraska. <laughs> things somehow don't turn around for Nebraska, right? I know that would be shocking for <laughs> all of on, us. Come on, but optimist Bach. There optimist. might be a, a chance um, between the football program and the basketball program where you bring both guys back and nobody's ever turned a program around to where <laughs> either of those guys have dug it so deep that maybe we'd be lucky to get a 50% hit right here, right? right? So there's a chance that things don't turn around and that maybe his shooting doesn't get better. Maybe his uh, you know, stats around right. are marginally better. Then you take a year off and a year, uh, not just a year away from his age, but uh, you know, a whole you know a whole year of as far as belief, as far as okay, right. that then okay, I thought that he was going to improve this year. It didn't right. happen, so I do think his draft stock can drop a little bit. But he's definitely he, he, he's he's like uh, he's got an NBA body, he's got NBA athleticism, so he's going to get a shot in the league at some point. But I think there is a possibility that he right. could drop a, a marginally, Listen, but not the, too much. The only thing about that is, I hate when NBA teams do this. He's playing in the Big Ten. Okay, he's not playing in the SWAC or whatever you want to call it. He's not playing against kids that are probably going to be selling insurance in five years. He's just not. The Big Ten, like you mentioned, has three players that are first-team All-American oh, yeah. that will be first-round draft picks in the NBA. He's playing against stellar competition. And you're not instead of drafting him at 19, you're drafting him at 20. I just can't fathom that he would drop that low just because instead of being two years away from the legal limit of drinking alcohol. He's now one year away from drinking alcohol <laughs> legally. But it's not I the, mean, come it's on. not just the age. Again, it's the it would be the year of expected progress and it didn't happen. Why not? You kinda have to dive into those things. Is there a personal thing? Is he committed to the court? Is it bad coaching? Is it the teammates not there? You know, you have to kinda kinda ask yourselves why? Because the expectation is that it would jump. And if it doesn't happen, then why would his stock raise 
and all of a sudden there would be a red flag along with it. But he still got the. He still has the NBA body. You're still yeah. you're still drafting him based off of his, his athleticism. That's what I'm based saying. off his potential. I just don't think there, if he's a second round draft pick right now. There's no doubt in my mind that if he went into the draft next year, had the exact same statistics that he had this season, he'd still get drafted in the second round. I guess what I, I don't think a team would pass on and say, okay, no, I'm not going to take him now because he didn't right. improve significantly. He's still a second round draft. Pick. I get what you're saying, and, and he's going to get a shot in the league. That's that's absolutely uh, outside of injury, he's going to get a shot in the league. What I was saying is that if he's the the situation that I could see playing out is that he's getting his draft grade back, and they say you're going to be picked anywhere from 28th to 40th. Something like that, right? That's a wide range, though. Or whatever it is, you know. It's, but that's the, I think that's the problem with Bryce McGowan's is that probably is your range. Yeah. First-round draft pick, okay, you're guaranteed a contract, whether it be NBA, G League, League. I don't even know how they structure it. But second-round picks, you're not guaranteed a contract. No. And then at that point, I mean, Texter makes a great point. NIL deals, I'm sure, makes the decision much more difficult for Bryce McGowan's. We heard Casey Thompson say just the other day he's making six figures just to play at Nebraska. There's no doubt in my mind if Bryce McGowan stays another year, he's maybe not making six figures, but pretty damn close to it. At yeah. that point, I mean, if you're making six figures to play at the University of Nebraska, why leave? Why leave for a chance to maybe be a first-round draft pick? Unless the team well, is saying a, to him... To be fair, there is a big difference between six figures and seven figures. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And if a team is telling you you're going to be a first-round draft pick again, I'm never going to be the person to ever give anyone advice. Yeah. I've never even seen seven figures in my life. I've never even seen six <laughs> figures. But if someone's offering you that kind of money, go. Yeah. But if you're going to be a fringe G League guy, maybe playing in Europe, why not come for another season? Why not? I mean, you're going to be making just as much in the G League. What's the minimum G League contract? Probably close to six figures. Yeah. That's what you're making in Nebraska by all indications. So I think that's a very interesting point, which I don't even think we've really talked about that much, is how much is Bryce McGowan's making off of NIL? Obviously, he's the only one, him and his family, the only ones that know that answer. But if he is making Casey Thompson money, maybe that is a reason to stay. Oof. And uh, from what I'm seeing here, let's see, looking at the G League minimum, I think it's around $35,000. $35,000. Yeah. You definitely make, could make more than that here in Nebraska. Absolutely you can make more than that in Nebraska. And that's probably a discussion that Fred Hoiberg's having with him, too. Especially yeah. after Casey Thompson made it very apparent that Nebraska fans, businesses, Lincoln as a whole – they're willing to throw some money at these. And kids. how about that? That was, uh, you know, it's something that Nebraska seemingly kind of kept a little bit hush, I suppose. Which I don't know why. Um, I, th I, I would think either. if anything, it would be more of a recruiting advantage. That the more that you can, maybe it's because they don't want other, you know, universities or, or, or towns to like copy them or whatever the case may be. But uh, yeah, the, the the secret's out. <laughs> it's out. Casey Thompson was on the Bus with the Boys podcast the other day, of course, with uh, Will Compton, Taylor Wan. Those guys came right. in. I think they're going to even release uh, one with Shenander and Scott Frost coming up today. So. And then they're going to be on the way to Michigan, which is Taylor Wan's alma mater. So th that's kind of a fun deal altogether. Um, but yeah, in the interview with Casey Thompson, um, he said if you're a starter on the football team, you could make six figures. That's uh, that's quite a bit, and he and he was um, he said like about in, in paraphrasing here, I think he said about eighteen uh, people on campus have you know car deals, have cars, whereas at at Texas when he was on the team, it was just like three of them, something like that, himself included, <laughs> which is obviously quarterback, he's yeah. starting quarterback for Texas, but right. That kind of blew my mind because we've always talked about Texas has the money. Oh, yeah. They, have their, own, they have their own network. Absolutely. And that's just how much fans, businesses, boosters, everyone is invested in this football team turning it around. 
they're willing to shell out that money. Yeah. And it's it's out in the open now. <laughs> Taylor it's Luan heard out that. out in the open. He said, you guys got to make the playoffs every year <laughs> with that kind of support because it does. It has to turn yeah. around on the field eventually, you would think. Um, but it would also, you would think, turn around in the recruiting rankings. Certainly it has in basketball, but that hasn't changed anything. on the. Court. Let me ask you that, though. Is that enough for Bryce McGowan's to say, eh, maybe? Again, it's it's just such a big difference. If you're six figures to somebody that doesn't make six figures sounds awesome, but there's a big difference between one hundred thousand dollars and six hundred thousand dollars. Absolutely. Right? So I mean, I absolutely the minimum if you get picked in the first round, I think you get a million dollar contract. I'd have to look that Is up. That right? Uh, might even be closer to two. The last time I checked, I'll have to d- look this up over the break. Um, but it's so I mean, th- th- it's just a, a wide variety of money that you're talking about there. But it wouldn't hurt. I mean, it, I mean, you're obviously not hurting if you stay in Lincoln and have a chance to <laughs> make at all. considerably more in the lottery, where you, will, you would make considerably more Absolutely. guaranteed money. And that's a lot of that goes to how much confidence do you have in yourself? Because he yeah. is legitimately a three-point shot away from being an almost certainly lottery pick. Almost certainly at this point. The same thing happened... Um, a few years back, I'll use my Virginia Tech reference, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. He was a second-round draft pick after his freshman year. His second year uh, at Virginia Tech boosted his three-point percentage close to that 40% mark lottery pick for the Pelicans. It can happen, and it has happened more often than not. So if I'm Bryce McGowan's, and if that number is correct, which I have no reason to not believe Casey Thompson when he throws out a number that ridiculous, yeah, stay. Why but it, not? It still is just with the... It's kind of crazy because money's just blowing up altogether, right? The college sports, obviously, when you talk about that six-figure stuff, it's, it's crazy and it's hard to wrap your mind around. But keep in mind also, the NBA salary blew up. The NBA, MLB salary is Absolutely. beyond gaudy. Every, NFL's we've seen there. these NFL contracts. Right. They've been through the roof. So when I look at the 15th pick of last year's draft, Corey Crispert, uh, of course, the shooting guard for Gonzaga, yeah. uh, he was going to make a base salary this year of $3.4 million as the Goodness 15th gracious. pick. $16 million guaranteed over four Four years um, going all the way to the end of the drafts. Uh, Santi Aldama uh, was yeah making he's making about two million this year for being the last pick in the first round. So Bones Highland who had a great game the other night too making about <laughs> I just had to shot that out two point one. What kind of confidence? What kind of confidence do you have being a first round pick though? And I guess we won't know that answer yeah. until he goes to these workouts. He talks to more NBA teams, scouts, general managers, yada yada yada. Right. We won't have that. But that's the crazy thing about the mock draft is there's they are everywhere from twenty first to second round, not even in the first round. Exactly. Um, So who knows how it actually plays out? And he's going to be one of those fringe guys that's going to have to make that sort of decision. For a lot of these guys, if you're a lottery pick, you're gone. You know, if you're if you're clearly in the second round, maybe it's time to come back. A lot of those guys in the past before nil would leave anyway. You know, right. and that's been a problem for college basketball along is there wasn't money there. So Absolutely. you'd lose a lot of your sophomore, junior exactly stars right. yeah. uh, who would just go away. And then in two years later, they're after a run in the G League, they're off over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. And that's uh, that's been sad to see. So I'm hoping for college basketball, they can keep a lot more of these guys. Um, and obviously, specifically for Nebraska, talk about a building block that Nebraska hasn't had. Uh, in a long time. So, I mean, Hoiberg, I know you also want to do best for the player, right? And you, But talk about a guy that needs that building block right now. Yeah. Um, if he wants to make this thing work out. 
Um, it's just huge. And, you know, it, it kind of can, it kind of reminds me too of, you know, the Wandale Robinson decision. I hate to go back on it, but I remember that, that week cause I was doing radio subbing in for Sorensen in, in early break at the time. And just knowing and saying it, it, that's costing you games right there. That's a big one. That's, that's maybe two games on the schedule yeah. and who knows how much it ended up being with all those close games Nebraska played yeah. and who knows which position they would have played Wandale in. So there's a lot of questions there, but it's certainly the same thing with Bryce. That guy's yeah. more than worth a few games. That, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I love that the Texas brought that up because we really haven't even talked about that, and that's incredibly interesting. It it makes you think. If anything else, we go from without NIL, like you said, I think it's sure as he's gone. Yeah. With NIL, there's a discussion to be had. Yeah. There's a discussion is. to be had. And who knows how much of that NIL money is coming down. It's, it's just it's hard to track, but Nebraska, as we just found out the other day, um, they're at the forefront of it. Mm-hmm. And Sipple's been saying that for quite some time, too. So uh, it's definitely happening out there, and that's what we figured. That's why I was so excited about the whole NIL opportunity to begin with, is this is Advantage Nebraska, one of the craziest college cities in the nation that yeah. that follows their team with more than a pa- more of a passion than almost anybody else, you know, any other college. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely crazy stuff. We'll round things out here on the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Coligan Water. Uh, want to... Uh, we'll do that next year on 93.7 Ticket.